are now listening to Lower Road Radio. Hey, welcome one and all to the number one podcast, Winter, Spring, and Fall. Talking sports for the thrill of it all. Hey, talking life, but we're killing it all. Jason and Dan with the master plan. These are dangerous men with the mic in the hand. Huh? Four to five winners everywhere that we go. You're a part of the team. Lower Road Radio. Dad life, good life, bright lights in sight. All right. What? Dad life, good life, bright lights in sight. All right. Yeah. Dad life, good life, bright lights in sight. All right. What? Four to five winners everywhere that we go. You're a part of the team. Lower Road Radio. Let's get it. What? At Tanagra, when the walls fell, this is Dan always coming at you another time for Lower Road Radio with my co-host, as always, Jason. How you doing today? I have five layers of clothing on. One. Well, I see two. Okay. Underwear. Uh huh. Long underwear. Okay. Compre- like down to your socks. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, compression shorts. Jeez. And then a second set of shorts and mm. then my jeans. Mm. So that's five layers on the bottom. Yeah. And then on the top, I've got three layers. On my socks, um, I've been putting a sock on first. Mm-hmm. And then I put a Walmart bag, plastic Walmart bag. Oh, and then that sounds an, miserable. And then I put another sock on, on like top of Like there's no breathing there at all. Yeah, I know. But my, my toes stay warm and toasty. It traps the moisture in. Okay. Listen, we're dealing with a polar vortex. We are dealing okay. with a polar vortex. And I'm wearing the same thing I always wear. But your office is heated to a balmy 68 degrees. I'd say it might be at about 68. Yeah, yeah my office mm-hmm. is like 42. Well, okay, there you go. And I have to triple layer, quadruple layer, mm-hmm. even whatever five layers. I'm just be. doing the average normal pair of socks with my shoes Wearing jeans, going commando, and <laughs> a sweatshirt. Have you been outside? Today? I mean, you, you obviously <laughs> came here. Unless I'm you sleep... slept here last night at the no, studio. No, not last night. Two nights ago. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So Eric and I had a big fight. And, uh, you ate White Castle. You got kicked out of the uh... house. You stink. <laughs> and you came to the studio. It's the only logical choice. We actually did have a, a, a bit of an argument. Would you like to settle it? Yes. You want to do this? Sure. You could be the marriage uh, judge. I'm I'm great at this. Okay. It's the way dishes are done at our house. First of all... I have strong opinions about this, by the way. First of all... Well, we don't have a dishwasher. Oh. So there's that. Okay. So for, first of all, I, I would like to say I do a lot of dishes. Yes. Um, which I'm happy to do. We are... We share responsibilities. You're so co-laboring. But um, Erica... Uh, her opinion is um, so. Let's say I think she said our um, water bill was eighty dollars. Okay. Last month or whatever, and she felt like that was excessive, and that it is in part due to the way that I do the dishes, because the way that I do the dishes is I turn on the hot water, and I have the soap dispenser, and I have like a scrubby thing, and I put soap in the scrubby thing, and then and then I. Each dish gets placed in the running hot water, sink open, scrubbed, you know, and rinsed off, and then put in the drying rack. And what she's saying is I need to fill up a sink of soapy water and then wash them all and then rinse them all, and that I'll save a lot of water, maybe so much that it'll be a significant uh, effect on our water bill. I don't see that being the case at all, and I 
firmly stood my ground and said, I refuse to do dishes like that. If you want to do the dishes, because I don't like dishes sitting in filth because then all of the dirtiness is getting getting off. And she's like, well, just rinse them before. I said, well, if I'm doing that, then I'm certainly using as much water as I always did. So why not just let me do it the way I want to do it? And, um, you know, end of the... The, the end of the argument was, if you want to do the dishes like that, you can, but I'm doing what I do. Who's right? She's right. You think I'm using that much more water? Okay. Now, listen. I don't know. I've never watched you wash the dishes. Yeah. But if they're similar to the dishes at my house, sometimes you're streaming water over it for a long period of time. You'd have to to get some of that stuff off. So what I do when I wash the dishes, mm-hmm. um, you know, I have twice as many kids as you. That's true. So we have twice as many dishes. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, if we go just two or three days without washing dishes, it's piled up. Sure. I mean, yeah. it's a massive load mm-hmm. of dishes. So what I do is I put the easy stuff in the dishwasher. Okay. Tetris, man. I stack them up. Right. Because I can I can run a bunch through the dishwasher. Right. Even if I have to run it a second time, it's fine. Sure. I just stack them up. Right. Then I prepare a sink full of water mm-hmm. with as much soap Mm-hmm. suds, the right. whole thing, mm-hmm. and I have a separate stack of dishes off to the side. I will then dunk it in the water, scrub it in that water, mm-hmm. pull it out, and then rinse it. Okay. So instead of stacking a tub full of dishes and water, mm-hmm. I have an, a, a tub full of water. That's it. Mm-hmm. And a separate stack of dishes sitting off on the counter. But isn't the water running almost just as much when you're no. rinsing anyway? No, it's not. Mm. Because for excessive scrubbing... And getting I think stuff we out. We do a pretty good job of rinsing our dishes at the house. Like post we were, meal. Yeah, post meal. Kids, go rinse your dishes. So that way we don't have a lot so, of but that. then you're rinsing you're using more water to rinse them. Sure. She's right on this. Now I don't know how much money you would save. Like well, I told if her, it I would said go from maybe, eighty to seventy. I said maybe, maybe if it's ten dollars. I said I'm willing to admit that maybe it could be upwards. If I don't even think I'm sp- spending that much more water, but if I am, it can't be more than ten dollars worth. In which that's, I like doing the dishes yeah. the way I like. Doing well, that's them. the piece of information I don't have. I don't know how much water cost, but yeah. I do know that you're wasting water. Okay. So I can I can live with that. It did cause a, a bit of an argument. I mean, I actually have to sleep at the office or on the couch or anything like that. But uh, that was our last argument. You made it, her it really. Of course, it really <laughs> bothered me. It really bothers me that you agree with her. I can't tell you of all the things in the world that scare me the most. Um, I would say number one would be swimming in a place where there's sharks that I can't see. Yes. And number two is when you and my wife agree on anything. <laughs> Especially if it's counter to what you Well, yeah, think. if it's yeah. counter to what I think, yeah. If all three of us agree on something. Well, that's, that's yeah, there's, there's plenty of stuff that all three of us can agree on, a right. lot of slam dunks. But if there's ever anything, and the, the, the diagram has me outside of the disagreement, yes. and you two agree on something, and I disagree. You're toast. That throws me off. <laughs> really throws me for a loop. I don't... Were you expecting me, me to side with you? I feel like I'm right. That's not how we were taught to do dishes as a kid. Well, I know, and I feel like the way that I'm doing dishes gets them cleaner because they're How's not sitting cleaner. They're not sitting in their filth. I don't like going I don't like Listen. reaching my hand in the sink and like something like like touches my like brushes up against my hand that's like, you know, in the bottom of the, the like pit. a shark you can't see. I suppose it's connected, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've watched Jaws once. You know, there's something squishy down yeah. there, and it's just like the water's all murky. Uh, no, no, I just want to keep everything nice but and have clear. you seen those TV commercials where they do one little drop of Dawn soap, mm-hmm. and it cleans like 80,000 yeah. dishes of a restaurant? I've seen the commercial. Listen, yeah. 
It's pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Pretty accurate. But I don't just put one drop in. I do like a, a nice little yeah. squeeze. I'm also willing to admit that I'm very liberal with the soap. Probably more than I need to be. But so you're you wasting know. even more money. Yeah, I'm probably See, wasting more money in soap than I am in water. I I would say if you really want to be a stickler, I'm probably wasting more money in soap because I'm kind of like constantly going. We have one of those like soap dispensers yeah. that are in the sink. Oh you know? yeah, you go through a ton of soap. Um, don't and you? so I'm like kind of just yeah. always just kind of making sure that my my uh, scrubber brush thing is just plenty sudsy. You know, so mm. yeah, yeah, you're wrong. Hmm. Wow, that really bothers me. All right, Jason, every week we do our three and three. What is your first thing? Okay, so my thing one and thing two are going to bleed over to each other. So Dr. why don't you Seuss. go one, uh-huh. and then I'll go... It's a snake draft. One and two. It will I've got extra it. if you want to take one of mine. Well, we might you know. double up on one. I don't know. Okay, all right. I doubt it, because my one and two are kind of connected. All right. I might know what they are connected to, so I'm pretty sure I'm safe. All right, my number one thing. Tonight, apparently, on MLB Network, there is a Johnny Bench documentary. Ooh. I really want to watch it. Number five. Good old number five. Johnny number five. Greatest catcher of all time? Yeah. Absolutely. I think so. Yeah. Um, I really want to watch it. I'm not going to watch it, but it looks really good to me. i got to find a way to to watch it uh, because I'm a big Johnny Bench fan. Although we didn't watch him play when we were kids. Yeah. So we're not connected. I was a Bo Diaz guy, obviously. I mean, who was the, the Reds? Didn't really have an iconic Joe Oliver. catcher. Yeah, when we were, I mean, Joe Oliver was the catcher when, yeah. when they won the World Series. I think, right? That's the catcher that I know and love, Joe Oliver. Yeah, there was a. He does not seem good. Gosh, there was another guy. They had a decent guy. I can't remember his name. He was like Puerto Rican or something during the World like, Series. No, the mid nineties. They okay. had a couple good runs. I mean, they had a couple decent guys, yeah. but uh, I feel like no standout. Johnny Bench set the bar out of a way that oh, uh, across the board. Gonna... I mean, he's arguably, arguably the best top two or three catchers ever. Well, I think yeah, I think he's arguably a top ten player all time. Yes, if yes. you want to. I mean, just even get rid of the positions. So. um in a little snippet, I saw like a little preview for it. They were interviewing Pete Rose about Johnny Bench. And Pete Rose said that when he was a kid, he played catcher, like Little League, stuff like that. And he right. said then he ended up switching positions. And he goes, and I'm glad I did because I never would have played a day for the Reds if I had come in as a catcher because Johnny Bench yeah. is the best of all time. Yeah. You know, I thought that was interesting. You yeah. Know? It's crazy because he might be right. Well, yeah. I mean, Pete Rose is not better than Johnny Bench. Not defensively. Well, even offensively, I'll bet Johnny Bench's statistics because of his power, I'll bet are better than Pete Rose's. Like in his prime. Now, obviously, long term, Pete Rose did what he did. Right. And if Pete Rose had played catcher all those years, then he might not have had the longevity. Johnny Bench said in the in, in the little thing that I saw, he said he said I broke fourteen bones in my foot and missed two games oh. my whole career. You know, oh. he said in his career, 14 broken bones in his foot, two games missed. That's pretty impressive. It would never happen today. No, gosh, never. Yeah, I mean, they give guys off for, for no purpose at all. Yeah. Um. So um. So anyway, that's pretty cool. And it got me thinking about, like, so the fact that Pete Rose was a catcher when he was a kid. So really quickly, I just want, want your opinion, because I have some preconceived ideas, which I think you'll probably share. Just give me a one-sentence description of, uh, I'm going to tell you, the Little League team, I'm going to give you the position. Give me like a one-sentence description of this kid. Okay? Because I feel like personality types go with specific positions, and not only, but, but not only personality types, but like skill levels. So here's an easy one. Like shortstop, 
best player on the team, right? Yes. What, what, we're talking little league, little league. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. kids. Not. I'm not talking. Uh, a, a, you know, the MLB, any any of that kind of thing. Right. But I'm just saying, in general, shortstop. Yeah. Best player on the team. Yes, and I would say the shortstop and the pitcher trade positions. Mm-hmm. So right. when the pitcher's having a hard time, he swaps positions with the shortstop. Right. So catcher, um, good player defensively, little crazy. Catchers have to be crazy. Yeah. There's no doubt. So that catcher's kind of got that wild look in his eyes. He's just a little crazy, right? Yeah, that's All what right. makes Gideon a great catcher. Right, yeah. Okay. I so, also think this. So, yeah. like, in terms of trying to task one of your kids to play catcher, the kid that has ADHD that's yeah. all over the place, that's who you want to catcher. Because if you put him in the outfield, right, he's going to be picking dandelions. He needs constant. Constant interaction. Right. Which – that's the crazy kid, mm-hmm. the kid that can't focus. Right. He just, yeah. He mm-hmm. has to focus because there's a ball coming at him. Right. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah, that makes sense. All right. So it starts to get a little dicier uh, once you start moving to other positions. Like, well, let, yeah, so let's go to first base. Okay, first base. Tall, clumsy kid. It's the tall kid. He doesn't have a lot of lateral movement. Nope. But he's tall. He's tall. You have to have a tall first baseman in right. Little League. Yeah. Because the second baseman is going to throw If he's left-handed, all the better, but doesn't have to be. Not. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. But the tall kid is at first base. The tall kid. Okay. The tallest kid on the team is uh-huh. playing first base. Okay. Oftentimes, a little clumsy. Oftentimes, a little Because clumsy. if he wasn't clumsy, you would mm-hmm. put him somewhere else. Pitcher, maybe. Yes. Um, third base. The third best person on the team. Third best person on the yeah, team. Yeah, so shortstop pitcher is one mm-hmm. and two. Right. And then the third baseman has to have a good arm. He also has to have a little bit of like fearlessness in him because by the time you get to that... It's a hot corner. That's the hot corner. Yeah. Right? So third best player on the team, but a little craziness, a little fearlessness, yes. that kind of thing. Yes. Right. But not the best player. No, third best. Still not... Okay. Well, the short the shortstop's covering major ground mm-hmm. and taking plays at second base. Right. And cutting off the outfield. Right. He's a general on the field. Your shortstop has to be the sure. guy. Yeah. And then pitcher's your next best guy. Second base. The dork. The dork. Yeah, the dork. Thinks he's better than he is. Yes. Because, because he's, he's playing, playing in the Because in he's playing infield. infield. Yeah. Right. Looks at the shortstop, thinks I should be doing that. Or when the left-hander gets up, he's like, now I'm playing shortstop. Right. Always is um, a little frustrated at the shortstop because the shortstop shop shortstop short the shortstop doesn't trust him on a double play because he just runs to second base yes. with the ball and then throws it himself because he doesn't trust the second baseman. Nor should he. Nor should he. But the second baseman always a bit resentful of the shortstop. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Shortstop gets the prettier girls. Right. Yeah. Interested in them after the game. Well, they get girls in general. Yeah, where the second base... Yeah, not so much. Not so much. Might be playing Dungeons and Dragons. A little D&D. Yeah. All right, outfield, is there a difference? Obviously, left and center left are your two center. fastest guys you, on the team. Fast, and obviously not as good with the glove, necessarily. Yeah, I mean, they're not mm-hmm. snagging stuff, right. you know, coming off a bat in the infield. But fast. Fast. Right. So you got your left field and your center field as your fast kids, and then... Right field, even worse than your second base. Is whoever's left over. That's... Whoever doesn't fit in one of those other categories mm-hmm. is your right fielder. Right. Okay. So I, I feel like that's pretty consistent. I played a lot of right field. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I played catcher. Uh, 
mostly because for two reasons. First of all, you had HD ADHD. I did have ADD HD or whatever, and also I liked dressing up. So mm. you know, yeah, uh, you know, I just thought you know the uniform. Well, like you're a knight. Yeah, and putting on like armor. I always felt like for some reason I always felt like Darth Vader going out there. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's the picture that I always had. And I and I loved and I've been over this before, but I'll say it again. I loved uh, the going to the pitcher. Uh, yes, um, little the interaction. Interaction. Oh, uh, he's pitched two balls in a row. Let me go talk to him. Yeah, I'm gonna go talk to him and calm him down. And meanwhile, um, the coach is like, "Come on, get, yeah." My come first on. game ever as catcher. Just growing up watching baseball as much as we did right I, that was always like fascinating to me i was always like what are they talking about yeah. i never knew i was always like what what could they be talking about the yeah. catcher would go and they put their gloves over their mouth and they would talk and stuff you know <laughs> and i never knew what they were talking about but i always wanted to be a part of that interaction yeah. so the first time they ever put me a catcher i think i went up in the first inning like seven times <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to talk to the pitcher about god knows what and then you know innings over you know go to the bench and the coach pulls me aside he's like never do that again he's <laughs> <laughs> like what could you be talking about? i don't know we just you know hey uh, you want to go to the dare bar for the game <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this kid this kid's he's, uh, look i mean i think we should pitch him on the inside <laughs> just this kid's just do your best on this one you know <laughs> It was probably this kid like, looks pretty good. Yeah, it so, was. <laughs> that yeah. was probably about the deepest yeah. kind of strategic uh, advice I, I would. This, I don't think this kid can hit. Yeah, look this at kid him. looks pretty good. I, yeah, yeah, this kid. You don't have to try as hard with this kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, that's um, that's uh, the Johnny Bench documentary tonight on MLB Network. Look for it. <clears throat> I'm pretty jacked up for baseball season are you i really I'm almost am. there but i'm not quite there yet give me another month and i'll be ready yeah i i've just caught a few things recently um i bought um a seven day for trial which i actually need to cancel here in a day or two the espn plus yeah i might actually keep it you like it it's only five dollars a month mm-hmm. um there's a ton of soccer on there would you say it's a crap ton it is a crap ton. Wow. The Italian league is on there, like the Series A, mm-hmm. which that's a decent league. Yeah. It, well, yeah. Ronaldo plays in it. Yeah. Um, there's a like a Dutch league, Netherlands, with PSV, I think, is in that league. Mm-hmm. There's um, some Span- Spanish league. I don't know what it is. There's something called Indian Super League. Really? It's like a brand new league, and it's supposed to be like rapidly growing. Um, in India? In India. Okay. There's, uh, they play League One and League Two games, Premier. Oh, really? Like English, oh, yeah. League like One that. and League Two games. Did you watch any Sunderland? Uh, I haven't haven't caught them yet. Okay. And then um, there's also Australian soccer league, which I don't know any Australian soccer teams. Mm-hmm. But here's the best part about it: it's literally around the globe. Yeah. You could watch a live soccer game almost whenever. Right. Because. Everywhere, it's constant. Yeah. It's constant. Hmm. The sun never sets on soccer. That's true. I've always said that. I've said that many, many times. And if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. So ESPN, and I might not have said it once. It's maybe I'll see if I can. I don't know how to give you the password. <laughs> I don't think I can share it to you. Maybe I don't we shouldn't know. do it over. Yeah, I won't do it over the air. <laughs> like instantly, eight thousand people log onto my account. Oh, but, I wish. Oh, you know, maybe, maybe not. Instantly, like Instantly. right now, it hasn't even aired yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. this podcast hasn't even gone out. Yeah, and already people are Instantly logging in. Ones of yeah. people, <laughs> literally, ten percent of a dozen have logged on. And um, 
Yeah, so lots of soccer. Yeah. On that, they have all of the ESPN uh, created material, like the 30 for 30s oh, right. and yeah. the, mm-hmm. the shorts and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a 10-minute clip about the high five. Oh, really? Dusty Baker. Oh, I need to watch that. And actually, it's not what you think it is. Uh, we can talk about it after the show. I don't want to get into it. Uh, that's a different conversation. <laughs> okay, that seems weird. Do you want to get into it? Well, I, I okay, mean, so listen. Okay. Do you know anything about the guy that hit the home run that came mm-hmm. around the bases? Yeah. Or, I mean, Dusty Baker hit the home run. Yeah. But the guy standing at home that reached his hand up. Don't know. That guy, that same year, mm-hmm. he was a very good player. Right. That same year got traded to Oakland. Uh-huh. And, like, all the news media and all that, like, what is going on? This is weird. And Dusty Baker's like, yeah, we all knew he was gay. Uh-huh. And it turns into this huge ordeal. Yeah. And he's like he was like one of the first openly gay baseball players at that point. Right. Yeah. And so um so the first guy to do a high five was also the first gay guy to do a high five. Yeah, the gay the gay guy invented the high five. Yeah. Dusty Baker He broke two barriers. He broke two barriers. In one one reach s- of the hand. Yeah. Wow. Broke two barriers. And Dusty's like we were just excited. He just had his hand up, and I, I just slapped it. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, it wasn't even. Yeah, he was just hands up in the air, like excited, like normal, yeah. like ah, hands up in the air, and he just smacked his hand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they both take equal credit for it, but wow. Dusty's like, yeah. honestly, it takes two to do a high five. I've always said that. Otherwise, you're just clapping. Mm, that's deep. If one person is doing a high five, it's a clap. The sound of one hand clapping. <laughs> All right. No, one person high-fiving your other hand. That's That's a clap. clap. Yes. If you're Mm -hmm. high-fiving single-handedly, that's a wave. Like a one-armed man high-fiving himself. (laughs) A one-legged football kicker? That's possible. So, yeah. There's no chance that he doesn't land. So the guy got traded because Uh he was batting for the pink team. As they yes. say on Seinfeld. Yeah. I just I didn't want to dive too deep into that. Sure. But I'm gonna have a separate conversation with you later. Okay. About it. All right. I'm all for it. Anyways. It's been making watching... me wonder if you have something to like reveal to me. <laughs> no, I'm no. No, it's nothing to do with any of that. All right. Okay. It's just, it's a it's a different I have a different You just have something that you've always wanted to say to me, but never <laughs> known how to say it. <laughs> Is that what it is? No, no, no. You just don't want to do it on the air. I just don't want to do it on the air. Listen, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Okay, that's cool. (laughs) It's it's another time. Sure. No, yeah, I get it. You know. Hey, you know. I've been watching a lot of baseball stuff. (laughs) (laughs) On the ESPN 30 for 30. Yeah. So you're in the mood for baseball. Yeah, they they also have the, the little 30 for 30 short of the couple that scheduled all the major league baseball games like on pen and paper really for like 30 years wow what they, a job it was a husband and wife now a computer program does it now it's a computer program sure but they all have all these teams have concessions where they're like yeah the um rolling stones are going to be here that's on right thursday the 7th that's right so you have to avoid that mm-hmm. and then there's like in the bylaws of the Major League Baseball, like there's certain things that you have to have so many home games and away games, and they have to pair up. And you can't have if you're three West weeks Coast, of away games. Yeah, and if yeah. you're the West Coast going to the East Coast, you have to allow for an extra day of rest. I mean, there's a whole set of things. And what they were saying is it is literally – because computer programs were not capable right. at the it's time. It's like the world's hardest Sudoku puzzle. It's impossible. And they mm-hmm. even said it. They said it's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. 
but um, some simple things that they anticipated that other people did not anticipate was mm-hmm. they projected when Cal Ripken Jr. was going to break the record. Really? Well, I mean, because it's every game. Sure, yeah. Right? So it's like you can easily count the games and say, yeah. so we want him in Baltimore when he breaks the record. They thought about that. Yeah. When they were making the – And he wow. broke the record in Baltimore. Wow. So there's so much that goes on with that. It's a fascinating – it's like 10, 15 minutes. Hmm. So, I'd love to watch that. I watched the Ken Burns baseball documentary in April. Every April. Yep. It's a great time to watch it. Mm-hmm. Late March is when it really starts to gear in, right? Yeah, but you know, I'm still not quite ready for it yet. Yeah. So because there's still basketball. Well, basketball I, happens even later, but yeah. you know. April, like beginning of April, maybe end of March, I'll watch it. I feel like after March Madness. After the bracket, the NCAA yeah, tournament. Yeah, I, I feel like that's, then it's that's probably season. exactly when I watch it. I probably yeah. wait for college basketball to get over. And then once that's over, then I watch Ken Burns baseball, and I get super psyched. And then three weeks into the season, the Reds are mathematically eliminated. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm like, all right, Ohio State football coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. All right, what's your first thing? Okay, so I, uh, I did something tonight. Actually, today. Let me back up. My name is Jason. I'm a breadaholic. Mm. I am really? addicted to bread. Really? And um, which is why the keto diet is perfect for me because I have to avoid it like the plague. Right. So this morning at work, uh, somebody brought in two dozen donuts from Tim Hortons. Mm. And not my favorite donut. Still, it's a donut. It's a donut. Mm-hmm. It's fried dough. Yeah. And it's delicious. I love donuts. Donuts are the best. They are. And so. Man. All the guys go through. There's, I work with you know, 10, 15, 20 guys. They all kind of go through. Two or three guys grab them, but nobody else grabs any. Yeah. So I'm staring like at 14 donuts. Mm. And uh, the lady that I'm working in the office with, she's been on keto since January 1. Okay. She's like, I'm not having one. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Right. Like, I'm proud of you. Right. I'm like, you know what? I'm drinking my coffee. It's polar vortex. Man. It's like zero degrees out. Coffee and a donut. Let's see, that's the thing. Yeah. That's what got me. I know. That's what got me. Dude, I know. I'm drinking hot coffee. Yeah. There I see and smell the donuts. Man, is there any be- combo? Is there a pairing that I mean, there's a lot of good ones. Pizza and a Coke. Milk and a cookie. Brought in a beer. I mean, there's some good ones, but I don't know that coffee and donut gets beat by any of those. It's it's are we going to do Mount Rushmore of uh, comp food combos? I feel like it, I feel like taco and a Mountain Dew deserves deserves yes. consideration. Um, the Baja Blast, I have not had that. But, okay, okay. I mean, it's a but taco I just feel thing. like taco and a Ma- no taco Mountain and Mountain Dew. Dew definitely go together. Taco and Mountain Dew. Okay, this is Let's a quick Mount this Rushmore. This is happening. Taco Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. It's got to be coffee and donut. Yeah, I think milk and cookie. Milk and cookie is a slam dunk. Yeah, there's only room for one more. You said Coke and. Uh, pizza, yeah, but I, I I think beer and brat or hot dog and and beer go together like a stadium dog, and you get a beer. I, I remember mean, Hardee's used to have this uh, advertisement that would just show somebody eating a cheeseburger, and it was cheeseburger, fries, and a coke. Leave me well, alone. Yeah, I just feel like can we put a three person a three meal? I feel like the cheeseburger, fries, and a coke. I'm good with that. Okay. That's a slam dunk. So, so milk and cookies. Yeah. Cheeseburger fries and Coke. Uh-huh. Coffee and donuts. And taco and Mountain Dew. They say wine and cheese, but I've not experienced those two things together. That so. sounds disgusting to I don't me. know. It's a thing. 
wine and cheese. What about coffee? Oh. I was going to say, what about coffee and, like, I have coffee there. Coffee and cake. Coffee and coffee and coffee co- cake. Coffee and pie. <laughs> coffee goes with a lot of sweet things. Let's face it. It's the best. Coffee and cookies goes well together. They do. Coffee and pie go great together. Yes. Coffee and, uh, yeah. Coffee is a great thing. So, all right. So you, you ate donuts this morning. Yes. That's where I went off the keto wagon. Okay. I had one donut. Uh, I went for the apple fritter. Listen. Come on. What do we <laughs> It's an apple fritter mm. and I had a coffee. Yeah. It was a Starbucks Pike. Mhm. I had to. You didn't get the blonde? No. Well, I I bought a whole bag and I'm brewing. Oh, it. I see. And uh it was perfect. So then there was just one more apple fritter just hanging out and I'm like I've already ate one. I should go ahead and eat the other one. That's the thing about the keto thing is like once you once you've broken out of ketosis, you're like whatever. I'm out. Yeah. You're either in or you're out. Yeah. I'll and just finish this binge off and then yeah. I'll jump back into ketosis. It's like an alcoholic with one beer. <laughs> I know. Well, there's 12 more beers sitting yeah. right there. I already drank one. I already Might as well one. just drink the rest of them now. Yeah. And just that way they're gone. That way they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're just sitting there doing yeah. nothing. No, it's. I have to drink this. I, I have to definitely, eat this. yeah. I'm a breadaholic. Uh huh. And it was fried bread. Yeah. And it's delicious. It is delicious. Man, I'm so, so hungry. Right I ended now. up with, I ended up eating probably eight donuts. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> about okay. two in the afternoon, I uh, I had a sugar rush. Mm-hmm. My brain was like firing on different cylinders right. that hadn't f- ever fired before. Yeah, you were seeing that like uh, subatomic level that Ant Man goes to. Yeah, like, the quantum realm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was in the quantum realm, mm-hmm. and um, it was uh, it was it was fascinating. <laughs> and then I had a hard time focusing too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I had to run some errands right after work before I came here to the studio, and. Uh, I uh, I was hungry again. Yeah, and although I ate eight donuts, that's I shouldn't have been hungry. About that kind that's of food, the thing about that kind of food, yeah, you get the sugar high and low, doesn't fill you up, doesn't fill you up, and your body is craving more of it. Mm-hmm. So, so I stopped at Burger King. You gave into the cravings. I had not had fast food mm-hmm. since April, How, April 2018, and you got they had a, they have like a two for six yes. Whopper deal or something. they have a Whopper deal two for mm-hmm. six. Yeah, so I got two Whoppers and a large onion ring. Oh. The onion ring was great. Oh, man. So I hadn't had fast food since April. How was it? It was fabulous. It's really great. Fast it, food is awesome. Oh, it, it, listen, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it for what it was. Mm. And then now that I've been absent from it, yeah. it tasted delicious. It, it, and they the know what they're doing. Is, oh, it's great. They know what they're doing. So listen, the lady at Burger King, her mm. name was Teresa. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. Okay. Listen, Teresa was like the nicest person. Wow. My experience at Burger King tonight was like the best experience I've ever had in my life at any fast food place. Wow. I pull up there. I'm the only one because it's a polar vortex. Nobody even wants to roll down their window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Or some people can't. It's so some cool. people can't. It's frozen. Mm-hmm. I pull around. She's like extremely nice over the speaker. Yeah. You know, please and thank mm-hmm. you. Like nice. Mm-hmm. I pull around and had a whole conversation. It was pleasant. Yeah. She hands me my food. She gives me my change. It was a pleasant interaction. And then the food was delicious. Yeah. It was the best experience I've ever had at Burger King. So you are firmly out of ketosis. Yes, which leads me to point number two. Well, I'll say before point number two, I was doing pretty good today or, you know, last few days or whatever. Well, I don't know. I've had some ups and downs. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I... I, I was doing okay, and I was I was doing just fine, and I was I was not craving anything or anything like that. Yeah, I was meeting somebody for breakfast this morning, Ooh. Uh, and uh, at Perkins, and 
Which is fine. I can just get eggs and sausage and bacon. Yeah. And that's, that's fine. Great. And yeah. black coffee, I'm cool, whatever. Uh, but uh, I was running a little bit late. He's like, I'll just order for you. No worries. <laughs> I was like, okay. So and I he didn't show know up. you're in ketosis. Yeah. And, and there are hash browns. And oh. then there's uh, – um, um, he's like, I just got one of everything for you. So it's like French toast, pancakes, <laughs> hash browns, eggs, bacon, and sausage. Yeah. And so I ate all the eggs and bacon and sausage. But, I mean, then all this stuff is here, and yeah. I feel like he bought it. So, yeah, you had to. So I ate, like, half of the French toast and a couple bites of the pancakes and then some of the uh, uh, hash browns. So I haven't eaten anything else for the rest of the day, but I just – I felt like I had to. You know what I mean? I don't want to be rude, you know? Well, you have to. You have to. And, and getting back into it, like, I know people are coming over to my house on Saturday night. And he told me, he was like, my mom has a famous Butterfinger cheesecake recipe. Oh. I'm like, well, I got to do that. You have you know? to. I mean, he's bring, they're bringing it to my house. You're being rude if you don't eat it. It is rude if you don't eat it. Politeness trumps ketosis. Does it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so what's your second thing? So my second thing is, um, so the girl that is doing ketosis uh-huh. in my office. The one that had the willpower to say no to donuts. She had the willpower. Mm-hmm. Well, she... Um, so I've lost 65 pounds. Right. And I'm still under 200 pounds. I actually feel great. Mm-hmm. I look way better now than I did just a few months ago. Uh, so I felt like I could take a day off. She um, doesn't have that much to lose. She's not huge. But she hasn't had the same success level. Right. So for me, it's like I've had a lot of success. Sure. I can take a day don't off. Don't you find if you take a day off, like at the end of the day, you're like, I feel like crap. Yeah, I don't know why I did what I did. Today. Yeah. I know. I I'm going to go home and regret it for I, sure. I cheated the other day, and uh, like that night going to bed, I was like, I feel awful. I feel yeah. horrible. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel particularly bad now, but yeah, I felt really bad when I when I have a couple of days, like a few days during Christmas that I just totally went off the wagon, <clears throat> and um, I just felt awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this time of year is the worst too because everything's shut up. It's mm-hmm. dark. It's cold. It's comfort food. It is comfort food. Mm-hmm. And um, it's dangerous. I mean, it's it really is. It is. So once the weather gets nice, you're out running around, drinking lots of water. I feel like those cravings go away. It it helps for it, sure. It really does help. So the lady in my office that's, that's doing the, the keto diet with me, she bought these on Amazon. It's mm-hmm. called – it's a keto test strip. Okay. I guess the brand is called Perfect Keto. I don't know. That's what it says on here. I've never used these. Mm-hmm. She uh, bought a box. She got a box and got a box for free. Mm-hmm. So she gave me the free box. Mm-hmm. There's a hundred strips in here. Wow! So here's how this works: you're supposed to pee in a cup, okay, and um, immediately. Wait, I'm reading the directions on here. She told me, "No, here it is. Immerse the strip into the urine for a quick second. Okay." Shake off excess. A second? I don't know what a quick second is. A second is a definite amount of time. It's a quick second. One. (laughs) Okay. 1,001. All right. 1,001. That's a quick second. And there's not such thing as a – it's like a short mile. Well, a long second would be (laughs) 1,001. All right. Not 1,001. Okay, quick second. A quick second. Shake off excess urine. So I don't know how quickly or how – like you don't want to like be shaking it like a Polaroid picture. Mm -hmm. I think you just kind of wiggle it a little bit. Okay. So first you pee into the cup. Obviously. Come on. Mm-hmm. Then you dip the strip. Uh-huh. Dip the strip. Then you shake off the excess urine. Mm-hmm. Then you hold the strip horizontally for 40 seconds. 
Okay. Okay. All right. And then you match it, – it turns out to a certain color. Uh-huh. And you match the color scheme onto the legend that comes with this. Okay. And based on how dark or light that is, shows it you, shows you where you're at you, in the ketosis. Right. So I'm fully anticipating being out of ketosis. As am I. Listen, I'm okay with this. Okay. Because it gives us a so, starting point. So you want to do this now. I want to do this now, and then I want to do it again next week. All right. And I'm going to – I'm telling you right now, I will not partake of any bread – carb or sugar between now and next week i'm gonna have a little bit of butterfinger cheesecake on, on saturday, saturday. yeah what about super bowl i don't really yeah that's fine i mean okay I, we can make i can make keto friendly stuff for the okay. super bowl so that's cool so you're gonna saturday i'll i'm not gonna have anything i'm not gonna have anything outside of the keto realm so i want to see how high i can get that ketone up right before next week okay because i feel like i can do it so you want to pause the podcast let's pause it We'll okay. both pee in Go a cup. Go to the Lower Road Radio bathroom. Or we just do it right here. No, we'll just... We got a couple bathrooms here. Let's just... It's fine. I mean, we'll just grab a cup right now. We can do it real quick. Well, yeah, we'll grab a cup. Then we'll uh-huh. each go to a separate bathroom, you know, and then we'll test well, it. I'll, we could just turn around. Like, I'll take a cup, <laughs> turn around this uh, way. I don't know. I'll just, you know, I think I'm happier. <laughs> my only concern, my only reason to go to the bathroom would be if you overflowed the cup. Then you have an escape. Point. I know. I, I. How. How am I supposed to know how much I'm going to go until I start? So I want. I'd like to be by a toilet. I'd like a to. Really big. Cup. I'd really like to not do this in my office. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. right, I'm going to pause it. Okay, we're back, and through the magic of podcasting, for us it was like three minutes. Three minutes. For you, it was three seconds. But we learned a lot. Yes, in that time, I learned that an eight ounce cup is easy to fill up. That cup filled up real quick. <laughs> so I'm definitely glad we did not do that in my office. When, when otherwise, no, I urine would be everywhere because <laughs> you can't a, stop once you started. No, I had a bail. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it was it was all right. You had the right idea. Yeah, I'm glad that logic saw its way I was through. Envisioning a larger cup. So according to the test. Science says I am slightly in ketosis. Yes, and, and so, you are. Well, there's there's numbers on here. It's called trace, uh-huh. like trace amounts. Yeah, small, moderate, large, and larger. Right. And there's numbers associated with it. So yeah. the trace amounts is point five. Right. So you registered in the trace amount. Yes. Of the ketones. Uh huh. I registered negative. Yeah. There are no ketones. Well, you had eight donuts and two Whoppers today. So, yeah. So, I mean, this is encouraging. I'm in trace amounts of ketosis, even though I had some carbs this morning. That's well, surprising. Well, you 30-ish. Yeah. Did you have, like, fat? Yeah. I mean, I had heavy eggs. Cream. And I've well, had heavy cream in my coffee today. Yeah. Um, well, there's some fat. And then I had bacon and sausage. Okay. So, um, but I have I have had a decent amount of coffee with some heavy cream in it today. So this is really fascinating. Like, I really want to hit it hard. Now, Saturday night, I'm going to have a little bit of cheesecake. But other than that, I'm going to hit it hard all week, and I want to get my ketosis level as high as possible. Okay. So I think what we should do is there's 100 strips. We're we're down to 98. Okay. So maybe we just – maybe we do this for the next month. Okay. Every week. Maybe the next two or three months. Mm -hmm. I would love to hit, you know, that large amount. But I don't know. Technically, I need to read a little bit more about this because I don't know what that means. 
Like, at what point is it effective? At what point are you right. losing weight? At what right. point, mm-hmm. you know? Hey, it's, it's a journey, and we're on the first step of the journey. And so. the listeners are going to go on the journey with us. Yep. A urine <laughs> So that was my two. Okay, that was my your one. Second. Was I'm not in ketosis. Your two. And my number is two proving confirmed. It. Yeah, yeah. I confirmed I'm not in ketosis. All right. My second thing is there is a Super Bowl. Well, the Super Bowl is this weekend. Ooh. And it seems like a sports podcast might talk about that more than we will, but that's fine. Super Bowl's dumb, and the Patriots are in it again. So who cares? But there is a there's a bet that is uh, that you can you know it's an actual bet that you can put money on. That the question basically is, which will be shorter, the national anthem or the shortest scoring drive in the Super Bowl? Oh. So the national anthem is probably around two minutes. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I bet it's under. I would think so, too. Like a turnover yeah. on that side of the field and then a quick field goal. It's a scoring drive. It's not even a su- uh, touchdown. Right. That, you know, well, a long play. Mm-hmm. I mean, any, yeah, yeah, and it's not time elapsed; it's, it's clock time. time. Yeah, game time. Yeah, no, so. it's under for sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's got eighty percent. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the numbers statistically. I mean, what the Vegas I have odds no are, idea. But, I'd, I'd be yeah. curious. I, I assume that they've. It can't it. be a fifty-fifty bet. You you don't think so? No, I it got I got to think that. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't. I don't know either. I. They've obviously done their 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 research, so well, that that goes on to number three for me. Uh, yeah, I made my too. second thing short because I knew we'd be long on our other stuff. So, so on the Super Bowl stuff, just a couple things: does heads or tails make a difference to you? What do you mean? Do you think? Okay, so <clears throat> are you superstitious? I'm a little stitious. You're not superstitious. Yeah. You're just a little stitious. Mm-hmm. Is it something that? Okay, would you – well, I guess they do the coin flip different now because it's – one side is like the Patriots and one right, side is it's all dumb. commemorative thing. Because if you're just calling heads But he tails, always says that we'll call this heads and we'll call this tails. Okay, so here's my thought. Do you go into it knowing what you're going to call or is it a gut reaction like as it's up in the air, right. uh, heads – or do you go and, like, listen, tails never fails. That's what I'm calling. If I was calling the coin toss for the Super Bowl, I would go into it with a decision. I think in general I'm happy just calling it up in the air. But I would be afraid that because it's the Super Bowl and the stakes are so high yeah. that, like, when it was in the air, I'd be like, toothpaste. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> like, I would completely lose it. And yeah. say something stupid. So just for the sake of that, because it's 50-50 anyway, I would go and say, okay, just say heads or tails or whatever. And uh, I feel like I would have a team meeting. Mm-hmm. And I would have – we're all going to raise – we're going to vote. Yeah. And the team's going to decide whether it's heads or tails. I suppose that – yeah, if that it, makes sense. If it's pinned on you mm-hmm. and you screw that up. That's, you got to live with that for that's the rest on of you. your life. Yeah. You screwed up the coin mm-hmm. toss. Yeah. It's hard to do. All of a sudden they get the ball. They score on the first drive. Momentum's gone. You lose the Super Bowl. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, what else you got? D- d- these are just a couple of the prop bets. Or either team score three straight times. Three straight times? Without the other team Ooh, score. man. I would... It's almost a 50-50 bet. Yeah. I, I'd probably say no to I'm going to say no. Yeah. 
both teams are offensive teams, mm-hmm. and both teams will take turns scoring. Right. It might be this might be a very high scoring game. It might just go back and forth. Yeah. The whole time. I might watch soccer. Um, distance. Uh, well, let's see. Total passing yards by Tom Brady. So, like, he's they hit, set an over under. Yeah, it's two ninety five. Oh. He's hit that multiple times. The last couple Super Bowls. Rams defense is better. It's not like they're just purely an offensive team. I'm going to say over. I'd probably take the over, but that's a good number. That's a tough decision. It is a tough number. Brady has, the last two or three years, he's done very well. He knows how to play in the big games. And he's 40 years old. Uh, Total number of completions by Tom Brady, 26 and a half. Yeah, I don't have a good gauge on. It's going to be over. Um. Number of different players with a passing attempt, 2.5. Oh, I like those. Uh, I'd probably go under. Because it would have to be three. So it just has to be one. Right. So the way, so a trick play or somebody gets hurt or there's such a blowout that somebody comes in at garbage time. Yeah. Those are the only three ways that happens, right? I think so. Trick play, somebody gets hurt or. Massive blowout, garbage time. You put in the backup. Yes. Okay. I'm going to say over. I'd go under. It's going to happen. Belichick will do something. Let's or, keep track of it. Let's, okay. Let's, I don't care that much. Yeah. Yes. I, I might not even watch. <laughs> we're having people over to the house, so we're going to watch. Yeah. So are we? But I'll probably be in the other room with my record player, <laughs> reading the newspaper in my robe. In your robe. Did you get a robe yet? No. <laughs> You All right. So disgusting. Do you have anything else? I mean, are you done with this? Or yeah, no? I'm kind of done with that. Okay. Football's dumb. All right. On to uh, my final thing. It's the Super Bowl week. Yeah. I mean, it's like America's largest, biggest sport. And we wanting to be the largest sports podcast in all of history. We wanting to be the largest sports. Yes. We, we are wanting to we be. We are wanting to be the largest podcast. Not are we just giving podcast. up on sports? I, no, I'm not giving. I love soccer, and I love baseball, and sometimes basketball. And I like watching golf. Uh, basketball is cool. I'm just kind of done with football. I kind of feel you on that. I just think it's kind of dumb. All right, but there are more important things to talk about. I'm reading a book. My third thing, the book is called Dwarves. 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 Is as in the plural of dwarf. Sci-fi or like medical? No, mystery? it's it's a reality. Jason. It could be. It's They're a documentary. Dwarves. No, oh, <laughs> no, mythical dwarves. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot that that was a That's a, a term for little people. That, that is okay. a term for I little forget. people. I'm like, is this? What are you reading about it? Are they no, trying to figure out it's how to mythical? And this mythical in dwarf. this world uh, that uh, that this dwarf that they follow around. Uh, he's is a mythical in, dwarf. Yes, he's mythical. His name's Tungle, and it's in this different realm. And there's there's these different kinds of dwarves, and but there's also elves, and there are orcs, and there are men. So it's like Lord are, of the Rings. It's all it's very Lord of the Ringsy, and I like it a lot. It's a German book that's been translated in English. It's like a national international bestseller. It's really is kind it of a modern fun book, book. Or like an yeah, it's been book. written. I think within the last like ten years or something okay. like that. So it's pretty good. It's called Dwarves. The author's name is Marcus Heights. I like it. So if you like that sort of thing, you can read it. But it got me thinking about mythical beasts 
mythical not not just mythical beasts but mythical races right okay and um so i'm gonna name you some yeah and rather than saying which would be you know like which which do you associate with or which do you like the most or i don't know or any of that kind of stuff just on a scale of one to ten i tell you you're turning into this Okay. How excited slash disappointed you are. Five is it's fine. Neutral. I don't care. Yeah. One is this is going to ruin my life, and ten is I've never been so this. excited. Yeah. Okay. okay? Right. I like this. This is fun. Yeah. Gnome. Um, are there any special privileges that gnomes get? That is a good question. Something that maybe one could have looked up before. I mean, I didn't know you. You. Yeah. This no. Is a no. Yeah. Thing. I mean, you. I, I'm I, you've been, when you're I reading think, a book about it. Uh, yeah, but in the book, they haven't really talked a lot about gnomes. Then why'd you ask me? Well, gnome is a mythical creature. I looked up a list of mythical creatures. So, um, a gnome is a diminutive spirit in Renaissance magic and alchemy, first introduced by so and so in the 16th century. Um, its characteristics have been reinterpreted to suit the needs of various storytellers, but it is typically said to be a small humanoid that lives underground. I mean, they don't there, seem to no have... There's no special privileges. Just kind of a little them. person. Yeah, so to me, it's like a two. It's like a two. Yeah. Okay. I'm not very excited. Yeah. But it's something different, so it's not a one. Okay. All right, uh, next. Uh, a goblin. One. I mean... Come on. I have no desire to be a goblin. They always, they seem like they're always laughing, right? They smell. Mm-hmm. They're gross. They live underground. Okay. All when right. you hit by the sun, you get turned to stone. Okay. Is that a goblin thing? I think so. Well, that was trolls. Oh, that's a troll. They did that. That's so, not a goblin. Yeah, that's not a goblin. A goblin is like a greedy little creature that lives in the mountains. Yeah, no, I don't want to That, like, steals gold and... I mean, I like the gold part, but yeah. not that much. He might trick somebody at some point. I kind of like the tricking. Yeah. It's fun. He might kidnap a princess at some point. Okay, yeah, it's, it's growing on me. <laughs> All of these things might happen. Okay, I'm going to be neutral on this. They're a very greedy... I started off... Yeah, I started off as one. You've yeah. talked me into it. Okay. I'm neutral on this. You're neutral. So, yeah. if, I, if you turned into a goblin tomorrow, I'd be like... It's all the same. Hey, listen. It's I get to kidnap a princess. It's all good. I get lots of gold. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Good. All right. Next, dwarf. I mean, yeah. they're very good with metal, and um, you know, uh, they're, they're also very greedy. They 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 hoard. I'd rather gold. be a goblin than a dwarf. Really? I think so. Dwarves are kind of cool, though. Like they're very strong. Uh, they're very good at a lot of different things. Do they kidnap princesses? I don't think typically it's a dwarven thing to do. See, that's that's what that's what you won me on with the goblin. Okay, um, elf. Okay, yeah. So now I'm like an eight. So the elf is the thing to be. I like I like the elf. Really, the elf's pretty cool. Anything in particular? I mean, I mean, we're talking Lord of the Rings elves. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's probably a good reference point. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, ogre described uh, on. Uh, in the dictionary, as a man-eating giant. They say people taste like bacon. Pig. (laughs) They do? Yeah. Okay. It's a Uh, legendary monster usually depicted as a large, hideous, man-like being that eats ordinary human beings, especially (laughs) infants and children. (laughs) Oh, especially infants. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not excited about that. So that's like a one? Yeah. Like, if you lived in New York State, Mm -hmm. then that's what you'd want to be. Okay. Um, 
a hobbit. Okay, I'm all in on the hobbit. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like, like a very a nice ten. lifestyle. I would dig being a hobbit. Yeah. I'd, I'd just sit on my front porch mm-hmm. in my little hobbit hole. Yeah. Not a little old smelly place, but it's okay. warm. Yeah. With a warm heart. You're, you're getting close to. Uh... Yeah, something like that. And uh, I'd sit on the front porch and uh-huh. smoke my pipe. Yeah. And I would just enjoy life. Hmm. That's what hobbits do. Yeah, I feel like hobbits. And I'm in no. I, I don't want mm-hmm. an adventure. Right. I mean, that's what separated the Baggins, right? Yes. The I don't Bagginses care. did not like adventures. Yeah, I don't want adventures. It was the Tookish side of yes. Bilbo that, uh, of Frodo, I'm sorry. Of, it was yeah. the Tookish side of Frodo that uh, wanted adventure. Yeah, to me, I'd love to be a Baggins. Hmm. I'm a 10. You're a 10. Yeah, like, I'm all in. You're all in. I'd rather be a, I'd rather be a hobbit than a person. They're between three and four feet tall. Okay. You're you're okay with all of that? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. Like, do I have to live in the modern world, or can I live in the Shire? I mean, I think you live in the Shire. Yeah, right? then I'm all in. The average lifespan is 96. Oh, that's great. Okay. The average lifespan of us is like Boy, 75. Boy, I, I just stumbled on a great website. Oh, it's called Tolkien Gateway. It's like a Wikipedia for Tolkien stuff. Okay. This is very... Skin color, nut brown to white. I like it. <laughs> Hair color, curly brown, rarely blonde until the fourth age. Uh, and then okay. gray in older years. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. Furry feet. Hey, they don't You get wouldn't have cold. to do the uh, Walmart bags on your feet if you had yeah, I have them on right now. <laughs> it's weird. All right. It's um, weird. It's warm. A centaur. Is that the bowl thing? Horse. A horse thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really... That's weird. Not, not interested no. in being a centaur. I mean, you'd be very fast. I don't care. The thing you were thinking was a minotaur, which I don't have on my list, which is a like a bull on a human body. That'd be cooler. So centaur is a one? Yes. Minotaur? Two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just have two more. Orc. Orcs. We ain't had nothing but eat maggoty bread for three stinking days. It's a one. Meat's back on the menu, boys. Yeah. Orcs. No. That's yeah. Orcs no are good. gross. Yeah. Okay. Uh, last one. Mermaid or merman, you know. Okay. Well, there's one more sitting out there. Do wizards belong in this category? I, I don't feel like wizards belong in this category. I, they're, they're not really. race, But they're right? not like their own race. Uh, there's a race of wizards. But it, it's it's not like there are wizard men and wizard women having wizard babies. It's like there are just wizards that exist. Where do they come from? They were created, you know, like at the, the beginning the myth, of time. Sounds like a mythical creature to me. Okay, all right. All wizard. Right. Okay, wizards. Well, I'm a ten. First of all, okay, all in on Let's the wizard. Just, I'm all in on the wizard. I'm I want to be a wizard. Okay, I, I want to be Gandalf. Uh huh. The gray. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, it's pretty good. Gandalf the gray. Go, go, or Frodo. Ever on and on, down from the door where it began. And far ahead the road has gone, and I must follow. <laughs> what's what's the other one? I can, uh, mer- mermaid or oh, merman. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, I don't want to be a mermaid. Obviously, I would be a merman. Yeah. Uh, if I got to pick one of the two, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, do I get to experience? So I didn't see Aquaman. Okay. 
does he come in and out of the water, or am I stuck in the water my whole life? Oh, mermaid is yeah, fully in the water. Like yeah, you I mean, never you, come out. Well, yeah, half of your body's a fish. I mean, I know you can't walk around. Aquaman's not a merman. He's a citizen of Atlantis. He's an Atlantean. Well, half Atlantean anyway. That's different. An Atlantean is different than a mermaid or merman. A mermaid or merman is half fish. Okay, so from the bottom half, you're fish. Yes, you're a fish from the waist down. And from the waist up, you're a, a, a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, where do I live? Uh, underwater. Like you have a trident. Talking... You have a trident. Do I live in like Lake Erie or like <laughs> no the, the ocean Bermuda Triangle or the equator? well the ocean? So swim wherever you want. Wherever in the ocean. I want. Yeah. Or upriver, you can go up the Mississippi, I guess. I would not want to go up the Mississippi. No, I don't think so. Too many no, I, okay, four. Oh, okay. I'm not really excited about it, mm-hmm. but it beats those other things. I think so, yeah. I mean, if you're going to be a myth- mythical creature. So, just to back up, you're excited about being a hobbit and a wizard and an elf. Yes. And all, and a little bit about a goblin. You're kind of like, you know. Yeah, I'm neutral on the goblin. You warmed thing. up to the goblin. Yeah, I mean, okay. at first it was a one. Mm-hmm. No, it's not a hobgoblin. That's a different thing altogether. Come on, what are we talking about? <laughs> We're not talking about the Super Bowl. <laughs> so if you could have a football team uh-huh. of one of those races, mythical races. Well, which, see, that's a different. Which would you pick? Maybe ogres. Yeah. Goblins. I feel like the Minotaur might have a good combination of speed and power, you know? Were we just talking mascot, or are we talking like... No, the the team is made up of 11 oh, of Oh, no, this. I thought you were talking about... No, 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 no. Oh, that's a whole different thing. I thought, like, you get to pick up mascot. Yeah, I mean, no, it's like 11 hobbits in a football Listen, game 11 against 11 minotaurs. pretty good. <laughs> Come on, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we gotta, we got we to gotta shut this down. Have you done your third thing? Yes. Okay, what is your Netflix suggestion of the week? It's actually found on Netflix. Oh, which is abnormal because I've been doing a lot of Hulu lately. Um, I saw your post two or three weeks ago mm-hmm. on Facebook or whatever mm-hmm. um, about uh, Rogue One. Oh, right. And uh, you were making a, a case that it is quite possibly the best Star Wars movie. Well, it's my favorite. It's your favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I, I wanted to rewatch Solo. All right. And I wanted to rewatch The Last Jedi. Okay. They're both on Netflix. They are. So this week I watched both of them. Okay. And uh, my first impression of Solo in the movie theater was like a B plus. Uh-huh. Like it I liked it a lot. Yeah. Okay. Now that I've seen it two or three times, I don't like it as much. Really? Yeah. The Last Jedi, I didn't like it as much in the theater, but the more I watch it, the more I like it. Really? Yeah. Oh man, The Last Jedi makes me angry, like visceral. Like, I I really don't like The Last Jedi. How many times have you watched it? Once. I was so angry, I couldn't well, watch it you need it to again. watch it a couple more times. It <sighs> grows. It grows on you. Okay. I'll give it a chance, I guess. But Well, they're both on Netflix. So you've downgraded Solo and upgraded slightly, Last Jedi. I've slightly downgraded Solo from like a B plus to a B. So just top three Star Wars movies real quick. Oh, gosh. I mean, you should have this at the ready. This is obvious. Yeah, I know, but like recent in recent years, it's become more difficult. Listen, I you, love Rogue One. I'll give you my top. I love three. Empire. Rogue One, Empire Strikes Back, yes. and uh, Return of the Jedi. No, not Return of the Jedi. That's like the that's list. my list. It's not oh your my list. Gosh. No, Rogue One, 
It might be Force Awakens. It is Force Awakens. Actually, is my third. Yes. Now that I now that's that I my third. It's Rogue it. One, Force Awakens, and Empire. Okay. Those are the top. Man, three. Rogue One is really good. It really is really good, and it feels to me it feels like yes, an original. I know. Even though they don't have the crawl, and they don't do a lot of the things. Like I remember, you were upset. The transitions. The transitions. Yeah. They didn't have the transitions, and they also do like. Uh, some scripting and like stuff. On the planet, like yeah. Planet so and so. Right. Stop. Stop. I love it. It's a great movie. It really is. Did you know they're making a Netflix? I think it's Netflix. Like miniseries. They're making a TV series. Yeah. It centers around uh, the dude from that show. What's his name? Cal something. Yeah. The the guy, the kind of Spanish guy. There's a TV show that'll be based on him. Okay. So, I'm. I'll give it a shot. Also, the thing I'm very excited about is Amazon Prime paid like a, like $3 billion for the rights to Middle Earth. Did you know that? No. Yeah, Amazon Prime, they will release a television show um, that is based on uh, – it, it is a, it is Young Aragorn. Okay. Amazon Prime. That's okay. It's going to be a TV show. So multiple episodes, Young Aragorn. Oh, man. And they paid a lot – uh, they it's the most expensive it when it's done it'll be the most expensive TV television series, show yeah. series whatever ever now That's who knows crazy. if it'll be successful but i think they saw the success of um game of thrones game of thrones yeah. and are trying to repeat that. here's here's where i don't want them to mess up yeah <clears throat> they always take other characters like solo is a great example mm-hmm. they took a character and they're like writing a backstory for him that needs to match another storyline. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they always screw up right there. Yeah. Listen, let's have it in the world of Star Wars mm-hmm. and write a brand new story. Like Rogue One. Rogue well, there's One a little fits, bit of that. Yeah, but, but it, it has to slide into the original story. But it is kind but of an original But they're new characters. Story. That's right. Kind new of a characters. story that you don't really know yes. anything about. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Middle Earth. Write me a new story because there's tons of things – that will make a reference about something. Well, Aragorn's pretty old, so he's been around for a long time. Lots of stories to tell about that's him. That's what I'm saying. I don't know I don't know how that's going to play out. Mm. I'm hoping they're not trying to blend it. Mm-hmm. It's more of an original. Mm-hmm. Do you follow? Right. I feel like every time they try to blend things, mm-hmm. it messes up. Well, I'm highly anticipating it. Uh, I will probably be disappointed because that's usually how things go for me when it comes to stuff like that. But I'm very much anticipating it. And Netflix bought the rights to uh, Narnia, which they're going to remake all those movies. Really? Yeah. I'm happy about that because they royally messed up those after. I mean, they did they did well on The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. But after that, they just, I mean, it makes me really angry. Okay. Really angry. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, my Netflix suggestion of the week is a documentary uh, found on Netflix. It's a BBC documentary called The Magic of Mushrooms. And ah. um, it is just about mushrooms. Well, about f- fungi. 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 Yeah. Fungi. They say it all different ways, but uh, that's what it's about. Okay. And uh, it's uh, really interesting. It's used in all sorts of different ways that you wouldn't have guessed. It's not just mushrooms aren't just something to eat. They used they use fungi, 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 however you say it, uh, in many different ways. And it's uh, kind of a scientific thing. And it's very calm, very relaxed. It's British. Okay. The magic of mushrooms. It, I have it in my queue. It's on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. It's in my queue. I just haven't watched yeah, it. It's very good. All right. Well, that's, that, it. that's it. Do you have anything else? No. Next week we'll pee on the strips again. God willing. <laughs> All right. This is Dan signing off for Jason, reminding you to keep your stick on the ice and never wear the blue sweats. Mm-hmm.
Thank you.